You're listening to the Get Clear Up Podcast, a space dedicated to the female experience. I'm your host, holistic health practitioner and women's sexual health expert, Callie Shea. What is up? We are back with another education-packed episode to talk all about hormonal birth control and to bust some common myths. Literally, literally, Parks and Rec reference, every person I know, including myself, struggles to say hormonal birth control. So you're going to hear me abbreviate it to HBC most of the time throughout this episode. But if I say it and I fuck it up, it's fine because I've already called myself out on it and you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So it is no secret that I don't like hormonal birth control. I feel like I have not um, hidden that from you guys in any way. Uh, I think it is almost, I think in almost all of its cases, right, it does more harm than good, unfortunately. But I'm also not naive to the fact that an estimated over 70% of sexually active women around the ages of 15 to 44-ish are on some sort of hormonal birth control. So because of that, I believe that every woman deserves education about her body and especially a better understanding of what she's putting into it. To give you a brief history lesson real quick, the concept of HBC came about in 1956, and it was tested in a study called the Puerto Rico Pill Trials. The women who took the the pills complained of many extreme side effects, including three women who died. Their reactions were dismissed and deemed as psychosomatic. So the high-dose progestin pill was approved by the FDA in 1957, but it was taken off the market in 1988 because of the continual side effects. Progestin is the synthetic hormone at the core of all forms of hormonal birth control. For the most part, it does not act like progesterone in the body, and it typically works to suppress ovulation. Some common symptoms of progestin include dizziness, headache, abdominal bloating, vaginal discharge, spotting or irregular vaginal bleeding, a missing period, prolonged periods, loss of libido, an increase or decrease in acne, anxiety and nervousness, skin rash or darkened patches of skin, bone density loss, decrease or increase in facial and or body hair and breast tenderness. So with all of that being said, let's bust some myths. Myth number one, the pill regulates your period. Nope. The pill cannot regulate your period because a pill bleed is not a period. The bleed that you get on the pill is not a real period. It is a response to the withdrawal from the hormones. A real period comes as part of the ebb and flow of your natural cycle. And while we can have a period without ovulation, a healthy period comes after ovulation. A successful ovulation is how we get the amazing hormone progesterone. So when you're on HPC, you don't ovulate with the exception of the hormonal IUD. Myth number two, the hormones in HPC are are bioidentical to your own. No, (laughs) the hormones in HPC may be similar to the body's natural hormones, but they are not the same and they do not act the same. Our bodies make specific hormones because we need them. Our bodies are designed to make a baby, whether we want one or not. So there's this systematic balance between your hormones and all of your other bodily functions that requires a healthy hormonal balance internally. Myth number three. Hormonal birth control preserves fertility or delays menopause. So while there's no evidence that the use of hormonal birth control impacts ovarian reserve negatively, it also does not preserve it. Fertility is determined by a woman's ovarian reserve. And while we aren't using up our eggs while we're on the pill, we also aren't delaying menopause. In fact, there's some suggestion that the use of hormonal birth control can actually encourage menopause to come earlier. 
Myth number four is that hormonal birth control heals period problems. And I wish that I could scream about this from the rooftops, which I sort of do on Instagram. Um, (laughs) So many women go on HPC to fix period problems, and they're not in the wrong for this. Like, listen, let's get one thing straight, that I'm never going to shame you for what you do for your body. Like, that is between you and your body, and that is none of my fucking business. But I do feel like there is such a lack of education around hormonal birth control and hormone health and women's anatomy and what's going on internally. And that's why I do this. Like, that's why I'm here screaming to you that hormonal birth control doesn't heal your period problems um, because it's something you deserve to know about your body. So, you know, a lot of women have painful cramps or they have hormonal acne and then they start HBC hoping that it will clear everything up. The issue is that HBC doesn't fix period problems. It just sort of uh, puts a Band-Aid over them and then picks at the scab. So part of the reason so many women struggle when they come off of HBC is because the original imbalances in the body are typically still there. And there are often even more issues because of how hormonal birth control impacts the body. If you have questions about this, I have tons of resources on my Instagram, um, on my website. So there's tons of info about how HBC impacts the body. Um, And that is definitely a conversation for another day because I could go on forever about it. Um, But the big thing to know is that it doesn't heal your period problems. It's not healing them. It may be putting a Band-Aid over it temporarily, um, but it's not, you know, fixing the problem. Myth number five is that hormones test normal on HBC. So a lot of women will go get their hormones tested on HBC to see what's going on, uh, make sure things are normal. And we can't actually get an accurate read of our hormone health while HBC because most of our own sex hormones have been replaced with synthetic ones. So if you're curious about what's going on with your hormone health, um, typically the best way to go about it in my experience is to whatever you decide to come off of hormonal birth control, um, to give it a few months for your hormones to kind of normalize and then test around three to six months after hormonal birth control. Um, has left your system. So even in my course, Breaking Up with Hormonal Birth Control, I recommend my clients work on their hormones for, you know, a good three to six months post-HPC before evaluating where they're at because your body just needs that time to heal, to normalize, and for things just to get back regular. Um, Myth number six is I can quit HPC cold turkey. I mean, technically you can, uh, but I don't recommend it. This is such a hard transition to ask the body to handle without support. I always recommend prepping the body for a month or two prior. And then, like I said, providing that continued support for three to six months after this, the support is a combination of proper nutrition, specific supplements and habits that can help support our organs with detoxification. And, you know, when we When we quit cold turkey, it's just a shock to the system. Um, So if you have control over it, if you feel like you can stand it for another month or two, I really recommend like easing off of it. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to tell you if you're like miserable on your HBC, you can't take it another day. I'm not going to be like, "Mm, well, tough it out for another month or two. Like, fuck no. Um, Obviously, speak with your doctor about it. Do what makes you feel comfortable. Uh, But if you have, you know, some time, some control over that transition, it can just make it so much easier on the body when we sort of wean off rather than just stop cold turkey. And then finally, we have myth number seven, which is that hormonal birth control regulates mental health. Our brains are one of the organs that relies on our hormones to function properly. 
women's brain chemistry actually shifts throughout the phases of our natural hormone cycles, which is thought to be influenced mostly by estrogen. HBC has been proven to alter our brain chemistry and has been shown to contribute to depression and anxiety. So I hope that this information can empower you around your fertility and your health and give you a deeper understanding of hormonal birth control. If you are curious about coming off of HBC or you just want to dig further into this topic, you can always jump into the Facebook community, which is always linked in the show notes. The women in that community are so fucking amazing. You know who you are if you're listening. I adore you. And everyone is always more than happy to share their own experiences and journey and what's worked for them and advice. So it's kind of just like one big loving girl gang and you definitely want to be a part of it. I just want you to remember that you are so not alone with any of this and that you have a whole sisterhood behind you and we are here to support you with whatever you feel is best for you. Um, any questions, anything you need, feel free to post that in the Get Clutter at Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Get Clutter at Podcast. We release a new episode every single week, so go ahead and hit subscribe. We'd love for you to leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. You can learn more about myself, your host, Callie Shea, by visiting my website, CallieShea.com, or by visiting my Instagram, at Callie Shea. If you want to stay in the loop with what's happening on the podcast, you can follow at Get Podcast on Instagram.